Have you ever wondered how we can optimize our body for peak performance and longevity? That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today when we discuss biohacking with Wade Lightheart. Is about how we can optimize ourselves for peak performance, health, and longevity. And be sure to stay tuned so you can find out more about this special offer today. All the nutrition information out there today, everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're talking with biohacking expert, Wade Lightheart. Wade is a three-time Canadian natural body building champion. He is one of the world's premier authorities on natural nutrition and training methods sought out by athletes and high performance oriented individuals for his advice on how to optimize their health and fitness levels. So I am so excited to welcome Wade to the podcast. Well, Wade, thank you so much for joining us on the Outspoken Nutrition Podcast. I am really excited to have you come on and talk to our listeners about biohacking. I know this request actually came from a listener, was interested in what biohacking is, what it means, how can they start implementing some simple tips for biohacking. Welcome to the podcast. And can you give us a little background about yourself and what you do? Sure. Thanks, Laura. I really appreciate being here. And it's uh, one of my favorite topics. So um, for those who don't know, um, my name is Wade Lightheart, and I am the president of what would many people call one of the leading biological optimization companies in the world, particularly focused on digestion, nervous system, and brain health. But uh, my background was I'm a Grew up Canadian in a rural place and got interested in bodybuilding at 15 when my sister, who had been recently diagnosed at that time with uh, Hodgkin's disease, a form of cancer, gave me a bodybuilding magazine. And I saw this guy with muscles and pretty girls on it. And I didn't have any of those girls or muscles. I thought, well, maybe I could do that. And I built a gym in my barn, started training. And as my sister's health declined until her early demise at 22, I went into the university setting, studied exercise physiology, sports nutrition, and developed a career as a, as a, uh, a bodybuilder. And the ironic thing was, is that in I had no business being a bodybuilder. I didn't have the genetics for it, but I had a lot of passion for it. And bodybuilders are the original biohackers. And I'll explain that in a minute. But after 16 years, uh, and I got the best coaching and I was able to win and go to Mr. Universe contest for my country, which is a dream come true. I get out of that contest and I gained 42 pounds of fat and water in 11 weeks. And I made the common assumption that so many people do. And that is, if you are fit, you're healthy. So as an athlete, I was running a performance program, I had a very low body fat level, I had great cardio, I had extraordinary muscle mass, and I was defined by the cosmetic ideas in the bodybuilding world of, of having what people would consider a per- perfected athletic physique or close to it. And yet my insides were a disaster. And fortunately, I met a doctor by the name of Dr. Michael O'Brien uh, in his late 70s, who was maybe one of the most vibrant people I ever met. I asked him at the end of the seminar, I said, Dr. O'Brien, what have I done wrong here? I've got the best coach. I've got Spartan discipline. I've got a background in physiology and nutrition. I'm recognized the world over at the pinnacle of aesthetic ideas. And now I'm a 
total physical disaster. And he, and he said something to me that, that, that changed my life and was the starting point of our company. And that was, he says, Wade, you've learned to build the body from the outside in. I'm going to teach you how to build the body from the inside out. That's really mind blowing. Exactly. And since that time, I'm learning about microbiome and no one was talking about it. I learned about enzymes and probiotics and leaky gut and the importance of mineralization and amino acid uptake. And I, not only did I correct my physique, but in six months, I never felt better. I felt totally vibrant, healthy. Uh, I was able to get my physique back. But I, instead of before where I was dragging and in pain and, and suffering, which most athletes are to an extent, extent, I didn't have all those things that my competitors had. And, and over the next four years, I coached myself and my business, but Matt and I, we started a company to help particularly athletes and people who are in this world avoid the mistakes that I did. We coached over 15,000 people for four years during the four year span. And kind of mastered these principles, whether people were looking to improve their health, to optimize cognitive performance, or we're looking for an aesthetic ideal, which are the three principles in our company and why people get attacked, uh, attached to it. And I, and I made a comeback. I went back and did another world championship, did better than I did before, didn't have the blow up. So I figured it out. And from that point, I started writing books and lecturing around the world, teaching these principles. Years later, to go to your question of what is biohacking? There was a guy out there by the name of Dave Asprey, who was looking in the field, I would say, of people who are trying to overcome the common elements of dis-ease or the diseases of modern living. If you look at North America, the North American diet in particular, and what has happened since the advent of fast food, commercialized food products, and the heavy use of industrial chemicalization uh, of our food production and distribution industry, we have created an epidemic of obesity, of brain fog, of cancer, of diabetes, of uh, a host of hormonal conditions, which are plaguing the population. And we have really made, our, we've extended our life expand, although that's now diminishing. But our disability adjusted life expectancy from the New England Journal of Medicine spend, we're spending 20, 30 years in pain and suffering. And so biohackers are people who are using uh, technology to offset the consequences of the industrialization of society. And um, so I've been a biohacker probably before it was coined. Dave coined the term, I think. And so oftentimes they call him the father of biohacking. Biohackers are about us taking control of our own lives, our own health, and our own things in developing systematized and customized, personalized programs for ourselves with our unique needs. That's what biohacking is. And I love that you said it's personalized because I think so many times that's what we're missing in the health and nutrition world is we think that if we eat this many carbs, this much fat, this much, and everything is, well, that's just how I should be eating it. And one of the things I think so many times we miss is that it's personalized. Everybody works a little bit differently. So a supplement, a diet, a food that might work for me may not work for you, might not work for Susie and HR, and everything's different. And that was the one thing I did like about the whole biohacking, because I do, I follow Dave Asprey's podcast, you know, you know, the whole nutrition nerd thing going on and just interested because I think there are so many tips that we can take that there are little things that we can learn around along the way from each and every, you know, kind of dietary theory 
or process. So that was one of the things I really liked. And one of the things you said that really blew my mind is that we're not healing ourselves and creating ourselves from the inside out. And when I started in nutrition, I always thought sports nutrition was the pinnacle of health. And I have a lot of athletic friends. Some of them compete on world stages. And as I look at them and I've seen things that they were going through, and you realize, okay, not necessarily when you get on that stage, are you the healthiest you're, no, you're not. Right. You're the most optimized for that time, maybe. You're, you're fit. Exactly. And it was just, I've, I've seen it. And my husband is a national ranked weightlifter. I've seen the struggles he has gone through when we've done his diet. So it's it's definitely interesting. And that's really, I, I heard about one of the biohacking conferences when you talked about we need to start working from the inside out because if our guts aren't good, if our digestion isn't good, if our mental health isn't good, we've seen that with Simone Biles. If that's not good, then we can't be at our ultimate healthy selves. Now, when we're talking about biohacking, and I know a lot of my listeners here today are hearing this for the first time, if they're interested in starting to look into biohacking, where would you say that they should start? Uh, you know what? We'll give a reference to our site. We're, we'll actually give you a free book, which is called The Blueprint for Biological Optimization. And I will make a caveat. Biohacking by its name, I find has a little bit of a negative connotation. Because if I think of hackers, it's about looking at a system and how do I jump to get an ex- a certain result. That's very common in high performance sports. You're looking for edges to get over that, but sometimes that has consequences. Biological optimization is about using things in conjunction with your body that actually optimizes all facets, performance, aesthetics, and health simultaneously. So it's a little bit more sophisticated. Now, you, they can be used interchangeably. But what you're going to look at for biohacking standards, I'll, I'll give you the standards of what you're going to want to do. So you'll, we'll get that book set, sent to you guys. It'll be fun. And it's a good start to get an overview of the picture and where do you get started. And then I have a sequential series that I give away as well, which is five to 15 minute videos to walk you through all the things that I learned in 30 plus years. So you don't have to do it. You can watch it while you're at the kids at gymnastics or soccer. And, but all that to say is you, you start basically with a personalized assessment of yourself. And that would include genetics, subsequently epigenetics and someone to interpret it. We can talk about that in a minute. A hormone profile, um, a gut map so that you can actually look at your microbiome because your diet, it's not what you eat. It's what you digest, absorb, and utilize. And the dietary habits of North Americans in particular, with what I mentioned before, have so compromised our microbiome most people have to go on an elimination diet to start, as well as a uh, intestinal augmentation program. In other words, getting the right probiotics inside their system, because most of us have been subjected to massive amounts of chemicals and antibiotics and things and, and, and dietary dysbiosis that's created a proliferation of bad bacteria and an and under uh, amount of good ones. And so there's an adjustment period, probably a DEXA scan. So you get a, a lean body mass bone, muscle, bone tissue, body fat test. And then from there, and then uh, a continuous blood sugar monitor, uh, like to know, and I'm, I'm just addressing all the big killers. And then maybe you can get in a, a pulse test, which would look at the damage to your heart or, or point. And from that, you're going to be able to look at yourself and say, well, guess what? 
Genetically, I have a predisposition, let's say for heart disease or for cancer or for diabetes. So you wanna identify that first. Um, my dietary and my genetic ancestors say that I'll probably do on this type better on this type of diet as opposed to that one. My, my microbiome says I have too many of these bacteria and not enough of these ones. And my hormones, which are connected to all that are a result of all of those things. And by monitoring my blood sugar, which is one of the most biggest hormone dysregulators inside the system, and of course leads to diabetes. Now I've got a whole working model of what's going to work for me, what's not going to work for me, where do I start? And by tracking these things periodically, you can see internal progress that might not necessarily show up in the bill. You might feel better or, and then you'll, and, and that's enough motivation to get you heading in the direction till the other parts of the system start to kick back in. And then you become a master of your metabolism. You optimize your brain and you become one of these people that, you know, make you sick on the TV because they're 55 years old and they look like they're 35 and they're running marathons in a company and they feel it. And you're like, well, how did the person do that? Well, they went through a systemized process, usually after a burnout, a breakdown and a, like a crisis. And that became the impetus to say, I need to do something different. And so that's usually where companies like myself stuck in and say, hey, you know what? Uh, there are options for you. Oftentimes they're not available to your conventional medicine doctor. Um, we do work with uh, functional medicine doctors, genetic experts, and naturopathic doctors who are in the know. And there are some medical doctors do that. You put together a team and you assemble, as I call the Jedi Council. And from there, you're able to make accurate, informed decisions on you and not get swayed by what worked for your girlfriend down the street. And I think that is key because that is what happens. We're, we're hearing our friend down the street, oh, you know, this diet worked for me. I lost 40 pounds. Or, you know, you're reading the latest magazine, you know, women's health, men's health. And, oh, we got to be on this diet. And yet I've heard it so many times that I tried that. I didn't feel good or it ruined my digestion. I've heard that a few times where, you know, you tried a diet that didn't work and you're eating all this protein and maybe your body isn't breaking down protein real well. And now you just have this, I like to call it the rotten gut because it's just, you yep. feel it. And it's just, so I love the idea. And I like the idea of what you were talking about is that baseline understanding where you're at because you can't fix something if you don't know what's wrong. You know, you can waste so much time, money, and energy, but if you don't know what's broken, how do you know what, what supplement to take, what to do? You know, it, it's, I think understanding that baseline is, is really key to a lot of this. It is because the, the best results on the diet you're currently using might be setting you up for the biggest failure. What a lot of people equate, and this is the biggest mistake, let's face it. If diets worked, they wouldn't need to keep continuing up with new ones. Do you know what I mean? Like, why do they keep oh, yeah. having out new diets? Because they don't work for everybody. What people have to understand is mastering your metabolism is what leads you to long-term weight management and, and, and optimal health and vitality. And metabolism is very misunderstood because anytime that you enter into, hey, I need to do a diet, you have to recognize that what you are doing is ultimately slowing your metabolism down and further complicating the problems that led you to make a diet in the first place. And the, all the scientific evidence sh sh demonstrates this, that long-term dieters are in fact the people who gain the most amount of weight. So why is that? Well, because the diet's uh, inappropriateness for you 
will lead you to short-term success, which you'll double down, triple down, and eventually the wheels come off and you go back the other way and then you end up heavier or more out of shape and oftentimes get into hormonal and gut dysbiosis and deregulation. And, and then you got a whole cascade of other areas. And then now what happens, you get to that position of, of the, the classic conversation of, of, of men and women who come to my door. I've tried everything. I had success on this diet and five years ago, and then that would work. And then three years ago, I did this and I did a little bit and then I gained out. And then I had this kind of medical thing that happened and I went through a stressful period with my kids or my spouse. And now I'm 50 pounds overweight. I feel like crap. I don't like who I look in the mirror and I want a quick fix. What's the next thing I need to do? I was thinking about going back to that diet I was on the first time five years ago that worked so well. That is a recipe for self-destruction. And the, the, in my job as a biohacking expert is to use a term Susan Powder used so uh, well years ago, stop the insanity, stop the diet program, get optimized, get your personalized data and build a routine that you can live with, with systematized upgrades that make sense that you can stay with for life and plan on doing this program not for 12 weeks, 10 weeks, six weeks, 15. This needs to be something that's integrated into your lifestyle over time. And so if you do that, then guess what? Your success is guaranteed. If you don't do that, I would say that your failure is guaranteed. Yeah. And you know what so many times is when we talk about going back to those diets, I often think of them as relationships. We always say if a relationship leaves and ends for a reason, it's ending for a reason. And yet how many people go back and it ends the same way or worse? And a right. lot of times diet is the same things. And a lot of times what people are missing is that diet didn't work or it stopped working for a reason. And we didn't adjust that reason. And that's the biggest thing I know when we talk about biohacking is there's adjustments being made. We're just not staying on the same thing constantly, we have to change. And I think that goes true for any diet that you're on, is the moment we just try to stay the course and we're eating rice and broccoli or chicken and broccoli every day of our life, at some point, guess what? Chicken and broccoli probably is not going to agree with our digestion system anymore. And it's so much of that that we're not changing. And I think that is a big thing. Yeah, life is also dynamic. And we have to recognize is that the natural decline of the body is inevitable. And there are things that will accelerate it and things that will slow that down. And there's even things that can reverse that. But without understanding what those baselines are, you're not able to, to uh, leverage positive trends and you're not able to offset negative trends, those which are inevitable with the aging process. And we're on the cusp of, I think, the greatest revolution in health ever. And biohackers in particularly are on the bleeding edge of that. The general population haven't caught on to this is the future of health and humanity to 100 and beyond. And that's what we're, our mission is. Our mission is to help people live healthily to 100 and beyond. And that's not a statement. That's not a claim. That is a viable reality as it is today. And I believe as we go over the next 10 to 20 years, it's going to be more of a commonplace for people who invest the time, the effort, and the energy in, in learning these systems. And you're not going to find that on a magazine at the grocery store. You're not going to hear it from your GP. And you probably won't hear it from your fitness trainer at the gym. 
You've got to get into the community that's leading the way in that direction. And, um, you know, this is where the real action is happening in the Hollywood celebrities and the people who are on the covers of these magazines and videos and stuff. That's what they're doing. Trust me, they're my clients. I know these people and I know who works with them and I know what they're doing. And the reality is, is that's what they're doing. You said something before that was really important because I think a lot, a large majority of the population doesn't understand how important something as simple as knowing your blood sugar numbers are. You know, we think about understanding your blood sugar numbers for diabetes and pre-diabetics. But even for the average person, understanding how your body is breaking down certain foods. I know from working with diabetics in the past, I can't tell you how many people couldn't have processed sugar, but maybe honey they were okay with in small amounts. And it was a perfect example of how our body breaks down things different. And yet we're giving them artificial sweeteners when they didn't need fake artificial sweeteners. They just needed a little bit of honey and to learn to have less sugar in their overall diets. And I love the idea because biohackers have really been the one that have been bringing out these continuous glucose monitors because this is really, I think is probably the biggest breakthrough we've seen for general population to be able to just start. I mean, almost everybody today can go to CVS and get at least a prick blood glucose monitor. Now, if you can get your hands on a continuous glucose monitor, even better. But you can do it as simple as going and buying yourself the little prick and understanding it. And I'll add a piece to this, which is really important. If you do a continuous glucose blood monitor monitor um, for two weeks and you track not only your numbers from the foods that you commonly eat, but also how you feel, you'll be able to walk away after two weeks without the continuous glucose monitor. First off, it's eye-opening. You'll be shocked at what happens. But you'll also be able to correlate your blood sugar numbers with how you feel when it's really, really low, when it's too high. And you'll be able to track those biomarkers, which you have you have certain feelings associated with immediately. So without the monitor, you'll know, you know what? My blood sugar's low. Mm-hmm. I'm at a stage right now, I can walk into a room, talk to people, have a conversation for two minutes, and I can probably guess where their numbers are. And, and that's because I've been doing this for 20 plus, you know, oh God, I guess it's getting up to 30 years now. It's getting up there. But uh, the reality is, is you you learn these things over time. Your self-observation is the biggest key there is. Be connected with how you feel. Track how you feel, whether it's in a journal or on a computer, and just do that for two weeks, what you eat, how you feel. It will change your life just in that. That was the original biohacking stuff I did as a bodybuilder 30 years ago. And from that, I began to trust my own observations. And I would encourage people to trust your own observations, not necessarily what's been sold to you. You know, and I love the fact that you just gave us that gem of information, because a lot of times we look at biohacking and we look at, oh, it's it's going to cost us this much for this test, this much for this. And it becomes expensive in the long run. It's cheaper than being sick. But for a lot of people, they can't even get started. And I love that gem of advice on go to the dollar store, get yourself a dollar journal and just begin to write it down and just have an understanding on how food makes you feel. Because going back to, you know, so many clients I've worked with and I can't tell you how many times I have heard every morning after I eat oatmeal, I don't feel good. 
but oatmeal's healthy. So they keep eating it. Yeah, and it's yeah. gotten to the point where I need to scream on the mountain, if it doesn't make you feel good, stop eating it. I don't care who's telling you to eat it. Your body no. is screaming at you. I don't want it. And we don't listen. Well, here's the thing. And we've become addicted to outside authority, to the peril of our society. And there's no better authority on your health than you. What you need to do is be able to surround yourself with information and people that are supporting your own observations. For 30 years, I've had people come to me and they'll, say, they'll be like, I'll say, well, how's your diet? Oh, it's, I eat pretty good. Common element. I'm like, okay, write that down for what you do for two weeks and how you feel two weeks. Well, then they come into my office a couple weeks later, slinking in as they hand me their journal. They don't want to hand it to me or send email it to me. And I look at it and I'm like, and, and, and their first thing is like, I actually don't eat as good as I thought I did. Okay, great. Guess what? We've now established a baseline. We've blown out the, the self-deception that I'm eating good. Because if you were eating good that was right for you, we wouldn't be in a conversation about this. And 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 it, the thing is, is people have to recognize just because you're overweight or just because you're tired or you don't look like you did when you were 18 at prom doesn't mean that you're a less of a person or not valuable or any of that stuff. And we've attached so much self-worth to these components that we've created a disassociation from ourselves in, in a really bad way. And what happens is there becomes almost a martyrdom that is, well, I've sacrificed for my partner or for my family or for my career. And I haven't taken care of myself because of those reasons. Yet I, I, I've I attached this martyr mentality that I've turned. And, and then, you know, you're sitting with your girlfriends at the coffee shop one day and you have a breakdown because you feel that your life is in crisis because you haven't taken the time to give to yourself. And, and I want to speak to this because I think women today are under a disproportionate amount of pressure than ever any point in history. In the 1960s, we developed the birth control pill. So for the first time in billions of years of evolution on this planet, a species female population was able to control the birth cycle. That created a wealth of opportunities for women that they could control that, they could do other things, and, and, and those are all wonderful. We have not adapted or, or, or developed a society that can support both you know, being a mom and a, and a wife and a career woman and all these sort of things. And it may take us generations to figure that out. Like, I don't know how long it's, we're only like three generations into this, ex this new experiment. But when you change the birth cycle of a, of, of a species, you change the species. So the, the reality is, is recognize where you are, that you're, you're, you're not a victim, but you are the progenitor of your circumstances and it's only you that can take control of that. And these little elements, a continuous glucose monitor, journaling your stuff, getting the assistance of a functional medicine doctor or a naturopathic doctor, someone understands these models and listening to that and getting comfortable with that. These are the steps of how, as, as a woman in particular, able to navigate this complex world. Men's a whole other issue. Uh, we won't even get into that one, but I think this is the one because I've noticed once, um, once the, the, the female in a family unit gets this part integrated, the corollary benefits for the entire group are exponential. The husband, the kids, all these sort of things, they all start to turn as the mother terms. And so I love doing these podcasts because I think 
Women are the, 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 the bedrock of our society and we've got to help them take care of themselves over and above everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, I love that fact that we actually went kind of in this direction naturally because the podcast coming out before this episode, we're talking about mom tired because right now, so many of us moms and dads too, depending on if you're the caretaker in the family, but you're, you've been homeschooling, you've been locked down, you've been, and it's, we had stress before this just expedited it and even for the stress on our children and moms and dads are taking that on too because they see their children getting stressed out now we're even more stressed out and you know going back to the whole sugar thing just monitoring your your sugar at the time of stress and seeing how much that correlates is mind-blowing. I know my husband will tell you. So I have been hypoglycemic almost my whole life. My blood sugar is always on the low side. And he will look at me and be like, go get something. Just go eat something because he knows the moment my sugar drops. Before I even get that whole brain fog stuttering issue, he's just like, just go. And it's interesting because I know on days I'm stressed, I feel like I'm constantly playing catch up with my sugar. And it's just so amazing how much that plays a role. So, and if our sugar's going crazy, our cortisol's going crazy, our hormones are going crazy, our body's not sure what the hell to do. And it puts us in this just really shitty state. Yeah, and people are what I call they're 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 wired and tired. They're wired up on stimulants because they're tired of whatever. And and sugar is a stimulant. Uh, caffeine is a stimulant. So you got to get up in the morning, slam down that coffee, eat some sugary thing to get the engine going, get the kids off to whatever, get things going. The husband's doing his thing, and 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 for for men, I always say you know you you should take your your wife's blood sugar as a major crisis thing. Making sure her blood sugar is stable is the key to a happy and healthy relationship. Because keep in mind, men are affected by this significantly, but a woman's hormonal cycle operates on you know basically a twenty eight day cycle, you know, give or take. Uh, depending on their individual. But the hormonal fluctuations within that cycle are extremely significant. Then if you get into women who are entering into premenopause or menopausal stage, it's amplified exponentially because the variance is in there. And blood sugar stability is probably the first step in stabilizing one's health, their hormones, and their happiness first and foremost. And I can't tell you how many women I've seen that have been able to do that by just doing that. All of a sudden, anxiety goes down, stress goes down. They have options ready for them on on those areas so that they don't get themselves into the, into that, the danger zone, you know, those red line positions where you just like lose it or can't handle it or have an emotional breakdown or whatever. Those things are are biofeedback indicators that have developed over millions of years that are indicative of what you're currently doing isn't working. It's not that you're a failure. It's not that you can't get it mm-hmm. right. It's not that, you, you know, the world's like, no, no. The, all you're getting is, is a definitive emotional feedback loop that says what you're doing isn't working. So just take that as a message. That's all, that's all it is. I know. And so many times we don't listen to it. And that's the worst. Our bodies, and you're, you've even said it, our bodies are our best idea of what's working, 
what's not, and we are ignoring them. You know, Wade, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I love all the information you gave us. I love the fact that, you know, you gave us some great information on how to get through all those checks and balances and start biohacking. And if you can't even start there, start at journaling. So there is something each and every person listening here today can actually start doing. It doesn't, you don't require, oh, I got to wait for my bonus or I got to wait to the next paycheck. No, everybody's got a piece of paper at home and a pen and everybody can write it down. If you don't have paper and pen, everybody's got a cell phone. I know everybody has a cell phone and we can start tracking that. So you guys did send me some supplements and I have to say, I am not a supplement person by any means. So when they came, I was like, well, I don't know. I have to say, I tried your enzyme and I was impressed because enzymes are one of those things I do take on an as needed basis when I know I ate something I shouldn't, maybe I had too much salads in the day or maybe I had pizza and I knew that's not gonna work out so well. And the enzymes really did help move my digestion and my gut along. So wait, go ahead and give us some information about bio-optimizers, how they can get in touch with you and how they can get that checklist. Yes, so we, um, if you go to bioptimizers.com slash outspoken, put that in, you can get 10% on any of our discounts or any products. But more importantly, before we're in education first before supplements. And what that means that we're probably have the leading uh, education component. And what I mean by that, we're not just giving you random tidbits of information. I created a whole course and it's comprised of two things. One, there's the awesome health course, which is an acronym to how you live a healthy lifestyle based on cellular reality, air, water, exercise, sunlight, optimizers, mental beliefs, and education, and coaching. And I created a series over 12 weeks of five to 15 minute videos, which you can watch on your phone. And I basically share all the things that are going to be able to turn a 15 minute a day program at by the, the duration of it, and you'll be the biohacking super queen forever. Okay. Um, the other part is if you want to dive more into the nuances of biohacking, you can also get a copy, which we'll send to you for free, uh, which is called the From Sick to Superhuman Blueprint for Biological Optimization. And basically, it's a step by step sequence where you will understand the entire world of this biohacking world, what works, what doesn't work, the frameworks, the understanding, and be able to implement this and assemble your own team of things that you can do in order to get yourself optimized. If you do those things, um, I think you're gonna be well set, set on a great journey for health and, and, and happiness. And uh, we do have supplements that people might want to use, particularly in the digestive health ones. That's where we're best known. Uh, our magnesium as well for sleep and feeling calm and relaxed as, uh, as a world, world renowned. Um, and then, of course, cognitive performance with our sub-brand Utopia, which is uh, extraordinary for high performers. So all those products are there. But more importantly, get the education because I don't believe in randomly sub, uh, shotgunning supplements. I believe on taking the right supplement at the right time for the right reasons. And we've picked specific areas where we are the best in class. We do not produce products that are the best in class. Everything is 100% money back guarantee. If you're not totally blown away by the product, the experience, the education, we give you all your money back. So we de-risk it uh, for everyone. And uh, that's why we're one of the premium companies out there. That is so great. And I love the fact that you guys are promoting education because education is so important. It's why this podcast was found. It was to give people, you know, control over their own health choices and how they can choose to do things. And I loved having you on and I am so glad um, we got to hear all 
about biohacking and how everybody can start today. So thank you so much for joining the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining the podcast. I hope you got a ton of information. And don't forget to go visit biooptimizers.com slash outspoken to download your free blueprint for biohacking and also getting 10% off any supplements that you find you need for your own personal enhanced performance. As always, I will talk to you next week. And don't forget to eat your effing veggies.